Well, hello, January. List of resolutions, cold mornings, cozy evenings, hot drinks and watching comfort films to get you through the cold day, your breath in the air as you walk to the cafe reading a scrapbook of the year just gone by and reminiscing over the memories, taking down the Christmas tree but keeping up the candles, long hot baths, vanilla and wood scents, planning things for the coming months with hope, completely work for the new term of school, dark mornings but the hope of brighter ones soon. Hi everyone, I am today joined by one of my really good friends and uh, a mental health professional, Manisha, who is a counselling psychologist. She works with young adults and adolescents and uh, today she's joining me for a conversation because I really wanted to talk about New Year's since it's a very weird thing to me. Um, for me, it's personally just like a change of date, but I understand why it's so magical and like a fresh start for a lot of people. So it's more like a milestone and hence the resolutions are associated with it. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about resolutions and how they are and how they should be, you know. Um, so Manisha, what are your thoughts on that? Hi Sharjah, thank you so much firstly for having me on this. It's, it's always amazing to hear you talk about things and topics and issues that really matter to people. So great job at that firstly. Secondly, resolution is a very interesting um, concept or a topic for me, right? Because I remember for the longest time, for years, I was somebody who also made resolutions. I was someone who would set uh, goals or resolutions of things that I would do. And a week into that, I would not be able to follow through. There are people I've known uh, who are, who, you know, probably are way more disciplined than I am and would follow it for a longer time. But I think the main concept or the main issue with resolution over here per se is how unrealistic they can be. We always try to set resolutions that are quantifiable in nature, right? About how this is how much I need to lose weight by this year, or this is what I need to fit into this year, or uh, this is what I need to achieve this year, which, which ends up putting very unrealistic expectations on us and hence on our mental health. And this just turns out to be a very vicious cycle of expectation setting, which are not realistic and then falling uh, and not being able to achieve it. And we end up viewing this as there's something wrong with me and not with the kind of resolution that I've set. So I believe that more than looking at the resolution itself, we need to look at two things right now yeah. about how realistic the expectations are for one and B, what's the reason behind this expectation or resolution. Correct. I think that's a very interesting tangent you mentioned how it's very quantifiable because uh, so growing up, schools, I think, instinctively um, put forth this idea that, okay, New Year, you have a lot to change and you can grow. And so did mine, right? So. I was in a convent, we had um, big celebrations on Christmas and New Year and um, resolutions were basically a part of our class culture. So I totally uh, understand when you say they're kind of, you know, glorified. And uh, so what happened interestingly last year was uh, in November, I decided, okay, um, I'm getting old, <laughs> you know, I really need to start taking care of what I'm putting in my body. and. Um, 
also maybe start exercising you know nothing serious but i'm just going to move because our job really um, involves a lot of sitting down so i was just like oh yeah i'm going to get a gym membership and get going so when i started gymming in november uh, people were like oh but you know you should have started on the new year's you know everybody sets goals like that and i was like might as well start today if i was going to start in january i mean that wasn't like that big of a deal for me but i i had a few people who were like oh i i see people joining it on new years you're starting early either they were impressed by that or they were just like oh why didn't you do it on the new years that would have been such a good start to your year and whatever you do in the first week you end up doing the entire year and i've always felt like oh my god what if that was actually true that i would have had a more productive 2020 and not sitting at home just getting fat on my ass but for real you know that idea that uh, i had to start something new on the new year was just a bit odd to me and i didn't really see it like that uh, until um, this very year that went by uh because i was just doing things one on top of the other and um, this year being with a lot of um, different adults different you know uh, age groups uh, earlier i was either working with similar people like me or people who are my age so they were they more or less like really random you know but i know that older people uh, people who are probably in their late 20s or early 30s they end up uh, investing so much in the fact oh next year it could have to do with financial planning it could have to do with fitness goals personal goals anything i just feel that's more serious and prevalent in older age groups and uh, i just had this realization that i'm not sure if that's something you know I, i used to look at it in a very negative light i was like oh my god resolution so pretentious you're never going to follow it but uh, i also feel that maybe people just see it as this new point to start i mean there's this renewed energy and renewed hope probably um so i, I don't know like what what to feel about it exactly because uh, you know how and where to draw the line is a good question that every adult needs to ask them especially right now since many of us probably did not feel good about how they ended 2020 so this could be a delicate point in time for a lot of us for sure you know shaza over here one of the things that it took me a while so i am the older person that you're talking about over here you know in the late 20s who thinks about uh, okay now what you know yeah. um, it's just it's such this expectation to just be better right as the year is ending acha theek hai what did you do what did you do last year which can be called as amazing or if you want to call that as quote unquote failure what did you learn from it right um and that for some reason it's to fit with the norm of what most of the people are doing so when you said that i don't know how to feel about it um that's that's just something that how every one of us is feeling because we are not tapping onto what we really are feeling basically what i'm trying to say over here is that we try to fit our feeling into the expectation bracket of the society right the resolutions are great but if there's one thing that the year 2020 has taught us is that we can stop whenever or we can pause whenever and we can start whenever right. just because the year has ended the pandemic has not ended it doesn't mean that it's a do over for corona right now oh so yes. this is a very I, interesting tangent <laughs> 
absolutely absolutely you know so i think i think 2020 one of the things that it has taught me is that i don't need to wait for you know the stroke of midnight to tell me oh manisha you know what you need to look at how you're doing this thing and just understand why this is impacting your mental health or why this is impacting your physical health when you ask i don't know how to feel about it it's okay to feel however it is that you're feeling about it if, even if your feelings are making someone else feel uncomfortable it's okay to be real to your own feelings at that time it took me a while to understand that okay you know what it's great it's so beautiful that i can wait till the new years to start fresh or to do something differently but what that made me do is that my december's would be extremely unhealthy you know if i was setting fitness goals my december would be so unhealthy most of the times i would eat things that i was not supposed to eat and mind you i'm not saying that things like sugar or carbs are bad no um you know end of the year or new year resolutions has been this concept per se has been overused and misused a lot by the diet culture and you know the yeah. the people who want to promote the fact that oh guess what you know you can start fresh and lose weight if these are the goals that you're setting up for yourself that's beautiful but we need to ask why is it to fit into a particular image that 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 is supposed to be pretty or that is supposed to be fit or is it, or is it because i want to just be better for myself i want to be better than who i was yesterday now that yesterday could be either the 1st or the 31st 31st of december the 1st of january or it could just be you know 15th of october i want to be better than i was 15th of october as amazing as this concept is to be able to start fresh it's important for us to know that we can start begin again better yeah it doesn't necessarily have to be on january 1st right so things like so this is now a conversation in my household it's um 2021 you're almost 25 you you're still single you're not dating anybody you should try and meet more people in this year and um, i totally feel like okay but whose timeline am i on if we really are going to talk about timelines i ended up uh in a very different position than many of my friends at a very young age you know uh none of my friends were working when they were 21 but i was and uh, that was at the time that was something to be admired um they would say oh it's great that you know you are uh, changing so much and taking charge of your life so early on and um this whole idea of uh, okay now you're 25 so you need to figure out your life I mean I might just be 60 and still figuring things out you know um and that's just a that's just an idea I think we battle a lot especially uh, in north indian households but again at the same time we really have to remind ourselves that okay I might just be setting goals and they might be good beneficial things for me and they might be you know making me a better person in the long run but am i doing this just because others are expecting me to is a good question to ask at the same time uh, there are things like uh, like you mentioned the diet culture um so a lot of capitalism on the beauty side of the industry is based on how we look so we are going to see a lot of gym offers and cosmetic offers at like i think in the coming week <laughs> and what is one thing you would advise someone who's uh, you know in their mid 20s late 20s like what what is it what is that one thing they should really ask themselves before they step on to any of those offers <laughs> wow okay uh, i again 
despite the profession that I am in, advice is something that I just I'm very careful about. Right? <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I started telling myself about this is just self-awareness is extremely important. If a concept or if an offer is appealing to me, and believe me, a lot of offers appeal to me. If an offer is appealing to me, it took me a while to ask myself why. It took me a while to go like, okay, um, if this offer of just lose weight or uh, get fitter or lose a few inches, if this is appealing to me, I would ask myself, why is that? You know, what do I need to change about myself? Whose definition do I need to fit into in order to qualify as somebody who is fit? And I did that. You know, there was this. Um, I'm somebody who it took me years to just start getting fit. uh to be healthy and not to just stay thin and quote and quote trim and proper so there was a point of time when i just stopped working out for a bit and for a bit i mean like a month when i did not run i did nothing because working out for me became a way of uh, sort of punishing myself it was like a reward and punishment structure that happened over there and the moment i realized that i thought okay you know what i need to I need to take a step back and see what working out really means to me. Working out means different things to a lot of people and that is okay. It doesn't need to be that everybody is into everybody is running the same race of working out which has to mean the same thing to everybody. That is basically the marketing concept of how the audience is targeted so that people feel related or people feel relatable to that um, marketing scheme, right? So one of the things that I learned and it would be amazing if all of us could just think about that a bit is why is an offer appealing to me is it because i want to look a certain way is there something that my body is telling me somewhere deep inside am i idealized i realized that the reason why i was working out so much is because i was not addressing anxiety somewhere in my body and i didn't know how to address it so i had to sit with that uncomfortable feeling and go like okay you know what let's let's try to understand what anxiety really means to me so um this is something that we need to really self awareness is something that comes like this when you ask these questions to yourself okay what do i need to change and why do i need to change this that's one way to go about it for sure yeah i think this was also a very interesting thing that prerna said in the last time i i was talking to her on the podcast she was like oh the body positive movement is also taking a weird turn now because we accept women who are acceptably fat i mean as long as they're attractive so Absolutely, yeah. that was just for women who are curvy but again at the same time skinny women uh, we you know uh, equally body shame them so the body positive movement in itself is becoming a marketing tactic and there was something that she talked about how um, industry now will start producing plus size clothing at a higher pra- higher price because it's an untapped market and i think it's very important for us to identify where do my boundaries lie i i don't think it's a bad idea so if i look at an eagle for instance that eagle stereotype that goes around i really like their style and i want to adapt into that style it is not a bad idea to do it if i want to do it might as well right but at the same time if that becomes an unconscious expectation of me that oh i have to have a tiny waist um to the extent that i start waist training with corsets then that might become a problem 
um, yeah. and uh, I totally relate to this because see um, I was the skinniest when I was what in 2016 like four years back I was the skinniest I've ever been and uh, at the time I used to think I'm really fat and all my <laughs> goals <laughs> all my goals were around how do I fit into the um, you know at the time the women who were tall uh, like my height and, and really skinny were considered really attractive I think currently there is more acceptance of curves and you know roles and stretch marks and all of that there's still more media representation now than there was at the time so hmm. I would do anything and everything to fit into that like tummy tuckers and shapewear and whatnot. as soon as I realized that okay uh, maybe dieting is not helping because my body thinks uh, I'm starving so my metabolism goes even slower <laughs> so what I did instead I would buy shapewear I would buy clothes that would make me look thinner colors that would make me look thinner so-called patterns that would make me look thinner and um, I think it goes way beyond the tendency to just harm myself it was more like that ideal is the only acceptable ideal that became the thought in my mind and um, like I said again like with the timeline this is also uh, very subjective but it's not portrayed as subjective um, the ideal so-called attractive to so uh, this I think all of this is based on desirability and who's attractive to what extent to whom um, and we need to understand that when someone really likes you they don't give a shit about how you look <laughs> it, it just goes beyond that like I I've uh, <clears throat> I've been with people who uh, you know who are like oh you're so pretty at the time when I would think that I am the ugliest that I've ever been that's that's just the truth once someone starts liking you they're not going to give a shit about how you look you're just going to be attractive to them and uh, yeah. if, if your resolution surrounds more about um, more on the lines of how can I become a better person hmm. then, then maybe it's not so bad absolutely yeah you know there's this very interesting thing that you said about uh, fitting into um, the corset you know when you when you were talking about the corset image in my head yeah. Um, there was this parallel thinking that was going on in my head about, at that time about how uh, and trigger warning for the concept that I'm talking right now to all the listeners um, uh, when we talk about uh, self-destructive behavior particularly self-harm behavior mm-hmm. at a point of time self-harm behavior uh, was considered and it's still considered as uh, harming your body in a way of either burning yourself or you know people who were cutting themselves um, which slowly uh, escalated or I think it was there all along where women would or people would rather pardon me for that people would just uh, put themselves to extreme measures to fit into that mold of what would make them look pretty till it became a habit of doing that you know that these are a few things that we don't talk about because this self-harm behavior makes us look at least quote-unquote beautiful or desirable for people so as long as these are not the you know um, gory or scary marks of uh, what burning oneself or cutting oneself can do which again people shy away from or just become too intrusive about as long as it's not that and your way of self-harming your body is putting you into that mold of oh my god you look so pretty you're so beautiful 
they mean to say synonymously to that is that you're thin you fit their idea of what perfect body or a pretty person should look like right. these are a few things that are constructed over you know over the time by society that we really need to just look at yeah and i think uh, just on the same lines tying into the narrative that we have for ourselves is also very important like hmm. for a long time my idea of self confidence came from external validation now the moment i realized this is external validation leading to my confidence i was disgusted with myself and i think i like looking back in retrospect it's very human to need validation right but the entire idea um for a lot of people can be very guilt inducing and uh, that's when you really need to step in and retrain your mind to be okay like you said sit with the uncomfortable feeling and uh, just be okay with what your brain's feeling at the time your body is going to tell you when it's not happy and you really need to look for those signs and it, i think this t- goes way beyond just your body as well like a lot of the times just um taking you know things from people that you are just not okay with or shutting down social situations when someone says something problematic to you these are like little little things that will build up to behaviors that can potentially be harming to self and we may have a hard time identifying that so i think it's a good idea right now for anyone who is still considering on keeping a resolution to actually um put the resolution to be more in conversation with yourself just like i think for this you need a lot of me time you need a lot of quiet time with yourself yeah. and our again this is a societal expectation to be social and um, a lot of people who are quiet and by themselves a lot are also shamed for that nature but i think they are also very deep and aware uh, instinctively because they have the tendency to spend a lot of time with themselves and ponder upon things this is um this is probably a good resolution to keep you know you could just <laughs> reflect more and think about all the conversations you're having all the people you're talking to in your life and by no means am i saying that introverts are perfect but <laughs> it's just something that you should consider um in case you are looking to be be more in conversation more in connect with yourself and i think 2020 also was an opportunity for all of us to slow down in that sense don't you think manisha Yeah, thank God for that. Um, we needed to slow down. We really needed to slow down to see what we were doing to, you know, the people around us. What we were doing to ourselves primarily. Um, we really, absolutely needed to slow down. Um, yeah, I'm just I, I, you know, right now when you were talking about just slowing down and having a conversation with yourself. Yeah. took me back to so many days where you know i would just and my profession is built out of just speaking to people so right. for me that time down or just me time is so it's so valuable it's not just important it's so valuable because i just keep listening to people you know i i get to hear a lot of things i get to read a lot of things at that time i need to just go back and go like okay nisha what what's organic here for you you know what are the thoughts which are your thoughts uh what are the thoughts that are influenced by what people think about you and uh, when you talked about validation you know uh, shaiza it's like you said it's very normal we are we are social beings we are put in a in a place where there are people around us and human beings in general are opinionated so validations are 
important uh, validations are even normal getting from other people it's really important how they shouldn't become just the center of how we operate uh, it is balance. important for us to go back and absolutely and one of the ways i learned how to do that uh, you know about like you know managing validation from other people um, i needed to tell myself that validation that is coming from others it is their reality about me or their truth about me it need not be my truth about myself so the concept of truth over here is something which really helped me a lot right that okay this other person what he thinks about me uh, it could be good or bad um, but it's at the end of the day their truth it can be my truth if it is organically my truth it need not be my truth if it's not setting down with me everybody has their own opinions right i think it if we look at it this way or especially when i started looking at it this way i realized about how it's okay for people to have opinions it's okay for me to set boundaries and it's okay for me to just get in touch with what my truth is at the end of the day this is how i started working with validation and started telling myself oh hey you know what this person's right you are actually good at this or hey you know what this person's probably right this is something yeah. that you can work on it started right. coming from my truth at the end of the day after that right i think it's very important that anyone who's looking at you they're also looking at you from their lens their biases and their insecurities what they're saying about you is also a big reflection of who they are where they come from all of that right what they're projecting on you how they view themselves sure. that's so so important for sure right um i just to uh, conclude this manisha there is something i um, have been thinking about and i am sure you have also been thinking about this uh, considering you have so many conversations on a daily basis that a lot of people probably right now will not be in the best of headspace uh, considering they might be feeling oh uh, what a year or what a bitch year you know um, <laughs> and they may be so uh, at the end of 2020 my social media per se and i'm i'm sure everyone's algorithm and how it feeds you data is different but uh, my social media was just full of people being like one oh, so grateful i accomplished this i could still do this i could still do that and um, to be honest i think all my life i have been overly efficient to the extent of when everyone would be like oh you need to plug off and this year really gave me the time to see it because every time i would just see it like oh they're just telling me this it's not true but because i was home so often and because i was by myself so often i really saw that that is the truth i do overwork and i do need to step back and uh, so for me it was more like a slow down year right and towards the end especially in december it became really about my boundaries and i am not going to send this email after 6 or i am not going to send an email on the weekend and um, that may or may not sit right everywhere depending on where someone is in their professional or personal journey but i think um, just looking at all these validations or uh, whatever people were probably just sharing because of you know it helps when you share and when other people relate to it but it could just be the complete opposite for someone who's not on the same page hmm. so 
what would you say to someone in that case if they're not really uh, you know feeling confident at this time of the year because everybody else seems to have accomplished a lot um there are two concepts that came out of what you just said right now one was about how the year ended for a lot of people uh, mm-hmm. with uh, you know the shining example of what we accomplished for one and number two we talked about you know how uh, do you set boundaries and make sure that the other person right. sees those boundaries right um let's address the first one that you said about accomplishment you survived 2020 you know um a year which not a lot of people did and this is this is not just a year which was hard for a particular person it was a year which was just a difficult year just surviving just breathing every day was so difficult to you know just to think about 2020 was such a year which made you uh, you know want to slow down it, a lot of times it felt like you were running down a hill and did not know how to slow down without falling flat on your face Correct. So you know, just the navigation of okay, I how do I stop to slow down, or how do I how what 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 do you mean by slowing down? You survived with all those emotions, right? 2020 made us feel things that we did not want to feel because we were too busy just working so much and not stopping to see what it was doing to us and our mind and our heart and our emotions and our bodies. just the idea or just the fact that you survived 2020 with all the heartbreaks and um every single tear that you shed or every single oh i don't like this about myself but what do i do with it that is an achievement in itself you know 2020 made a lot of people realize about how mental health is not just the stereotypical demonstration that's done in movies where a person is tied to yeah. a chair and it's executed That's not what mental health is all about. Mental health is sometimes when most of the days even though people are working from home and they don't have to commute, they just don't know how to get up from their bed and just turn the laptop on and start working. It impacted people so much so to realize that people who are struggling with mental health issues are not lazy people. They just are struggling and it's okay to be fully human. You know, um so just the fact that you got here and you know we are discussing this on the second day of 2021 you survived and that is such a huge accomplishment uh, might i point out so for anybody who is listening you survived your your that's your achievement if you don't want to look at any other achievement and i'm sure there are so many achievements uh, that you just managed to you know drink let's say a liter of water even though you know you didn't yeah. like you know you managed to just get up and cook for yourself and you didn't want to but you thought that hey you know what my body needs a little kindness so i'm going to cook for myself you managed to take your dog out for a walk even though you did not want to get up that's an accomplishment so you get to define your accomplishment outside of what social media is portraying itself to be social media is i believe in my opinion from whatever i've seen 99% not true there are people that i know who do so well in their lives who just put out their accolades and every single thing that they've accomplished and then i know what's really going on in their lives so everything that is put up i put outside a lot of things which you know are filtered and edited so that it it makes me look good it makes me look appealing and that is just how it is with social media i think we need to just step back and think about that 
go with the default setting as this is not true this is just not true there is more to this person's life than what is being shown right now that is one so yeah you you came to this side of the year 2020 and that is such a huge accomplishment in itself when you talk about uh, the second concept of boundaries boundaries need to be made this is something that i would bring up a lot in my sessions with my clients that if in order for boundaries to be made you need to recognize what those boundaries are yourself first you know you yeah. recognize your boundaries you set your boundaries as step number 2 and step number 3 is that you reinforce your boundaries and these need to happen through conversation these need to happen through example you know when you're sometimes uh, letting somebody breach upon that boundary it's okay to politely point that that hey, you know what i normally do not do this i normally would not write an email after 6 o'clock but because this is an emergency i'm making this as an exception right now i don't want to make this as a habit that's how you reinforce boundaries you know you reinforce boundaries with your own family you reinforce boundaries with the people that you work with you reinforce boundaries with the people that you work for these are certain things that we need to be very mindful about and it's very important for us to be aware and mindful about this because a lot of times boundaries can turn into walls and we oh, need sure, to be very yes. careful about that yeah. concept right because boundaries as much as they keep people or situations that are unhealthy for us outside mm-hmm. walls keep us inside as well so the idea of am i setting up a boundary here or a wall is something which is uh, important to look at so go with the steps right recognize your boundaries set your boundaries and then reinforce your boundaries with conversations it's okay to say no to people that's something that is very important 2020 daughter covid daughter as a row say no <laughs> yes, right? absolutely stay at stay away from you know people maintain that distance to say no so that's For that's sure. my take away from covid you know <laughs> so true and i think uh, all the more important because of the culture we grow up in we are taught not to say no especially to adults and elders in the family so very important point there that not to set in walls and this is a constant learning curve for me personally because i do end up creating you know my, i'm so um, like strongly aware of my boundaries that there is a very high tendency of them becoming walls and the fact that i'm able to identify that is probably my takeaway from 2020 that okay now i need to just you know loosen up a little um so mm, great beautiful <laughs> yeah i hope uh, the same for everyone else that this year brings you a lot of self awareness and a lot of time with yourself and great and deep connections with yourself before anybody else that's so much more important to identify who you are and what do you want those two things so so important for you whether it's your personal life or professional life right um great talking to you manisha and um, would just to close it off any recommendations for anyone any movie or music recommendations that you have for anybody who would probably need it right now <laughs> oh so many uh, i'm loving the new uh, taylor swift album that's come out by the way oh it's, yes it's evermore so is so great yes It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm actually very pleasantly surprised with Justin Bieber's new music as well. Like his song Lonely is so raw. It just I was like, wow, this is 
you know it's it, it, that song basically talks about just talking about how you're feeling without shame attached to it so that's right. another music recommendation that i would give um with books there are these couple of books that i've been uh, reading right now one is called uh, maybe you should talk to someone um and this other book called therapy uh, therapy can sometimes be awkward and these two are just funny they talk about just human yeah. beings and being human beings and not just you know perfect mannequin So books and uh, music recommendations uh, are something that I have. I really hope that your listeners are able to give me a few more movie recommendations. <laughs> I would I would love to. I watched I watched Wonder the other day and it does Wonder. Wonder. This movie called Wonder. I haven't watched that one. Yeah, I'll definitely that, watch it. It is beautiful. It is beautiful especially for educators also to watch. Oh my goodness. That movie made me feel things that I hadn't felt in a very long time. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you smile. Okay. It's going to make you cry at the same time. It's beautiful. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. I will definitely do that, and I think uh, it'll be great if anyone who's listening, if you have any recommendations of music, books, movies, anything that you watched that touched you personally, made you think about yourself as a person, then do drop me a DM. I would love to hear from you all. If you're listening this on Anchor, you can also leave me an audio message. And this is me signing off for on my first episode of 2021. Wow, I can't believe I'm saying that. But yes, it's happening. <laughs> Happy New Year everybody. And I hope you have a great great year ahead.